So today I want to talk about one of the best phenomenons that has came out of this entire year so far. Stick around. <laughs> so, um, Squid Games. I know that you've probably heard about it. It is everywhere. And I mean, when I say everywhere, it is everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, the Google, everywhere, everywhere. So why is it so good? Why is it so popular, you might ask? Um, so I can kind of fill you in. But uh, just so you know, there's going to be some spoilers. So uh, yeah, let me go ahead and add this. That means spoilers are about to happen, just so you know. I'll be putting it in like every podcast where I do like movie reviews, TV reviews, or even like music listening reviews, uh, just so you know you aren't flabbergasted whenever you hear something go, oh! <gasps> Home Alone face, slaps cheeks, because, you know, you were going to watch that later, or listen to it later. Anyway, I feel like Squid Squid Games, sorry, is blowing up the charts, because it's something different. It's something new, first of all. It's a brand new idea that no one else, like, thought of. I mean, we have Hunger Games. U.S. has Hunger Games. But it ain't. Mm -mm. It's not, I don't think Hunger Games is really touching Squid Games right now. It's just not even in the same league. We thought we were onto something, but we did not perfect it like what Squid Games is giving us. So all that is on our movie screens right now, our TV, you know, screens right now, they're there it's basically remakes or sequels that are like not needed or you know just bullshit in general so it's something fresh you know something that people i don't know want to flock to because it's it's interesting so we're gonna jump right into it and uh i'm gonna address this first of all talking about the characters how i feel about the characters um, kind of giving like an introduction of each one um, briefly. And then I'm going to address like the episodes, the episode titles, um, how I felt about the episodes. And then um, basically just giving like a big old wrap up of how I felt about the whole season and it all together. So um, for starters, uh, let's jump into the characters. Um as far as the characters are concerned, um, the main character, I'm not gonna just don't beat me up on the pronunciation of these characters because I am not Korean. I am not Asian. Um, I do not know a, or have a clue how to pronounce any of these names. I'm trying my best. So as far as the main character, Song Ji Hun, um, it's either you have like this love hate relationship about him. Like it's like you either love him or you just completely like hate his guts. Like it, it's, he's just not on your, your uh, radar as far as a likable character or you just like, like him a lot. And like, that's like the sole character that you just are rooting for. Like there's not an in between here. I feel like there's not an in-between. Um, when I first saw his character, the appearance of his character, the way that the character acted, I immediately hated him. Like, I, I just knew, even though this is the main character, I don't feel like I'm going to flip the script in the middle of the, the uh, TV show or whatever and say, okay, well, he's, he's redeemed himself. I feel like I like him now. Mm -mm. I never got that. I just like, it continuously was like, okay, 
mm -mm, I, I don't care for this character whatsoever. No matter what he does, like, I just do not care. So that's how I felt about that particular character. And when I start trying to break down the um, episodes and stuff like that, then you'll kind of see why I felt about the characters as I feel about them. Um, second character is kind of, um, he is the, I don't want to say the protagonist, but just like the, the right hand of the protagonist or the main character. He's one of the other main characters. Um, Cho or Chow saying Wu. Um, more or less when I first, okay, this is, this is, mm. so when I saw him, um, I, well, not even really saw him, just heard about him because in the first residual episodes, you don't really see him. You don't really get to, to know how he moves, how he operates, what he does. It's just, you hear about him, but you only hear like good things. So more or less, you always, you, you think of him at first, um, as a good person, as, as, uh, someone that you would be like, okay, well, I would definitely like to, you know, grab a drink with that guy just because he's talked about like really well. Um, so I just, I, I saw good things about his character, but as the show progressed, I just kind of, I don't want to say like, I hated his character because I did not the way that he, um, the actor in, in question that portrayed this character, the way he went about acting out everything this character went through or was going through was absolutely wonderful. Um, I think that honestly, he gave one of the best performances out of the entire show on how um, relatable the character was. I mean, I as the show was progressing, I felt myself kind of normalizing and, and uh, 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 not reaching out but more or less relating to the character like I would probably maybe do some of the things that he would have done you know so I just if I, I found it hard to draw like a, a a line in between whether he was bad or whether he was good it was so hard for me to do that and I just I just kind of drew it as just a horizontal line and it was just you know, over the top of that horizontal line was a understood or understandable. And then uh, under that horizontal line was a <clears throat> kind of a, um, like writing uh, the, this dark, this darkness that you just can't understand. So I tottered in between that line, like a seesaw the entire time. Um, as far as, um, the other characters that were not really like, um, actual main characters, but they were there the majority of the time. Um, Ali, which in this one, he is our, the only actor that is, he's still of Asian descent because he is, uh, Indian, or I think in the show, he said he was Pakistan or he was from Pakistan. So, um, I don't know if that's Pakistanian. I don't know the proper term. But, um, he was, I, from my, um, perspective, I think that he was honestly one of my favorite characters out of the entire show, because it was so easy to draw that line. It was so easy to root for this character. I want you to do well. I want you to go far. And it was only because like, he was such a good person, you know, this really good person. So yeah, I just, I felt like he was really enjoyable in the show and, um, uh, I enjoyed his character. Um, the other character, uh, I'm, I'm not sure about the pronunciation, bear with me. Um, I want to say it's Sai Bioc or Bioc. Um, she played a, um, kind of a main ish character, uh, she was the sister to the, uh, little boy that was in the orphanage. Um, <laughs> at first I kind of, when I saw her character, I really didn't, I'm just going to be honest. I really didn't think nothing much of her. Like it was kind of hard to connect with the character that I was seeing on screen. Um, I just kind of stared at 
the way her mannerisms, how she was acting and kind of was just like, mm, I can take it or leave it, you know, leave it. Uh, so it was kind of hard to connect with her, but towards the end of the season, I was like, okay, from the way that she acts, I can understand it. Same as the, uh, um, Chow Sang Wu. I can understand the way that she was acting. I understand the, um, off-putting or the guard that's just up for everyone. I understand it. So, um, it was, it's kind of like, uh, the same as for, for him. Um, I feel the same way. There was a horizontal line between understood and not understood. And majority of the time I understood the character. So, um, yeah. And the other enjoyable character that I feel, um, that I need to kind of talk about, which was kind of for, from what I've been seeing, he's been a fan favorite with a lot of people. Um, especially the TikTok videos I've seen, uh, Facebook content, um, that I've seen memes, all the rest of that. He's been a fan favorite. Uh, his name is June Ho and it is the cop that is in the film that is, um, looking for his brother. So, uh, as far as him, um, it was kind of like a side story, um, the whole time as, uh, you know, everything else was going on. It was kind of like, um, he was acting in his own little show, you know? So I'm not going to say that I really paid attention to his character because I kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of didn't. I mean, I saw the way that he like was trying to, I don't know, like portray this character that was so desperate to look for his brother that he would do anything. I, I get the premise. I get what they're trying to do. But, um, was I like interested? Mm, Not really. I wasn't interested in that side story until later on down the line as, um, the episodes kind of progressed. Then I kind of became a little bit interested in what, uh, the character was trying to do. Um, that's all I got to say about, um, him. Then, uh, let me see. Um, uh, oh, Gong Yu is the other character. I'm not sure if that is his, um, name on the show or if that is his actual name. Um, because I could not find the difference in his name and his, um, character name. Uh, but he is the train station slash Metro guy or the person that, was recruiting people to play the game. So, um, I enjoy this actor in general anyway, just because I remember him from train to Busan. Um, if anyone has ever seen this, uh, flick, it is a very powerful movie and it drove me to tears. It was very powerful. Um, he is a very good actor, very, very good actor. Uh, so when I saw him, I kind of felt like, Oh, I know him, you know? So I was already like rooting for him because like I knew who he was, but I just found myself saying, I cannot take that same character that he was in train to Busan and carry it to squid games and think of him the same as the character he played in that movie. I can't think of them the same way. Um, it's impossible. So, uh, Hmm. I don't know. I just kind of saw him and just kind of took it, took him as he was. I couldn't say whether or not he was good. He was bad. It was just, he was there pretty much. Like, that's all I felt like he was a character that was there. I knew him from a previous movie. Um, he is a damn, Ooh, damn fine actress or actor. Um, yeah, he's fine, fine as fuck. But that's that's all that I could really squeeze out of that. Um, the other character that I kind of was just like, mm, they're just kind of there for me was um, I think I believe in the show her name is Ji Young or Ji Young, um, and it's the girl that uh, Sai Bayouk um, recruits 
during one of the episodes for a game. She is sitting on the stairs and she is kind of um, off like a loner, basically. Um, she was kind of just there for me. Like, I just, I couldn't, I don't know. I just kind of felt like she was just so lost as a character, like so lost in not having anything like any material belongings, not having any personal relationships or anything. She was just lost as a person. And it really like bled into the way that she acted. So she was just kind of just alone or the entire time. And it kind of made it hard to relate to her because she was like, I just felt like she was distanced the entire time. So she was just kind of there for me. And I just kind of took it as it was like, I didn't really think too much into her character. Um, the other character, which was, I believe very complex. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't get a, uh, that's just the only way, you know, like, I kind of felt like there was more to it. We just didn't get that. But his name uh, is Jang. I want to say Doc or Diok Sue. And he was the main like villain in the show. He kind of, you know, wrecked havoc and wrecked shit up the majority of the time. And I like, I, I, I took it the same way as, um, you know, the others, he was kind of there, but I felt like he was supposed to give me more, but he just didn't. He kind of just was like holding back from being that complex character that I knew that he could be, but they just, from the get go, I'm not sure if it's just the translation made of that, made it that way. I'm not sure. But from the um, beginning, when he was talking to his like goons, um, and stuff, he kind of just seemed like he was just one of those bad guys. Like they just want money and money and only like, there's no complex part of them, but I felt like he was supposed to give something complex. He just did not. Um, then, uh, we have, uh, Kim Ju, I want to say Ryong or Ryong. And this was the woman that was, um, like we all like, I'm pretty sure we all, all viewers called her the crazy lady because that's just how she came across was this crazy ass person. And, um, uh, bravo, bravo. I enjoyed along with Ali, I enjoyed her character. I did. She, even though she wasn't the main, she wasn't that mm -mm, like in your face character that you see usually, I enjoyed her performance and she gave one hell of a performance all the way. So, um, yeah, I really cared about, like, I was invested to see what happened with this character. Cause she was so, um, I don't know. She, she gave something and she, she, uh, she drove that home and I was trying to figure out for the life of me, what was it she was giving me? Cause it was like, she gave it to me, but I just did not know what I was looking for, you know? So, uh, Bravo. Um, oh, Il Nam, I believe is the next character. And this is more or less, we all just called him the, um, old guy <laughs> or the elderly man, um, during the film, um, at first glance, the way that, um, I saw him was, I felt so bad and I felt so sorry for him because I was like, if he's going to be in the games, um, more than likely, like, I'm going to cry. Like I'm, I'm going to cry because of him. Like that was my first response. And, um, as the show progresses and stuff and I'm looking and I'm like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I finally get that cry moment. I do. Um, so yeah, he was the, the acting for him was very complex and he did give what he was supposed to give. He was not a favorite for me, but he did give what he was supposed to give. Um, as far as the episodes, um, the first episode is called red light, green light. And during this episode is the, the, uh, uh, I want to say the most brutal episode that there is out of all of the episodes. This is the one that is kind of sheds the most blood and, um, it kind of gives you a, like, what the fuck before you even get into the show. So, um, red light, green light, uh, more or less 
is exactly as what it sounds. They play the first game and it happens to be red light, green light. And if you happen to move, this is not like a child's game where if you move, you're just out and you go sit down and you laugh and you hee hee ha 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 ha. No, you play this game, you move, the doll sees you. When I say doll, I mean this robot that's checking for movement and motion. If she sees you move, you die. Like you get shot. Sorry, um, for about the pause, just some weird happened. Anyway, um, so more or less you move, you die. And it was very tragic. I did not expect it. It was very in your face for the very first episode. Usually like the hunger games, when we had our hunger games, um, we didn't get that in the first, um, 30 minutes of the movie. We didn't get death and bloodshed and all this other stuff. We got a slow ass buildup to the climax no this show starts off boom and then it just keeps going and in the middle of it it goes "Mm, maybe let's lay off some and kind of oh boom next episode so it just starts out that way and it keeps you on the edge of your seat and so um without giving too much away um this just was very brutal very 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 fucking brutal Um, You get to meet each of the characters because, you know, most of them are introduced in this very first episode. You decide right off the bat which one that you will um, like, which one you won't. Uh, The main characters, like I said, I didn't really care for him because we find out the very first episode that he has this gambling problem and he is a fuck up, a major fuck up. And he is supposed to be a father, but acts nothing of the sort. So, um, as the first episode is progressing, you find out that he's like in debt and he's just like up to his, you know, his, his, uh, head and, uh, bills and like, you know, all this other shit. And then you find out that he's like not much of a father because he's not really like into seeing his daughter and treating his daughter well. He is you know, like one of those pretend fathers. Oh, I'll come get you. Oh, I'll give you a present. Oh, all this. But that's not my first priority, you know, type of thing. So he just didn't really read as like a really good character to me. I didn't really care for his character after I found out all this information. Um, Then I kind of tried to look for redeemable qualities in the first episode to make me think, okay, well, maybe there might be like a redeeming arc but um, I didn't even see any redeeming qualities. He just, he just kind of was just, it still was like a downhill spiral for him, for me. Um, then, you know, we find out like a bunch of other stuff about like all the uh, other um, characters and stuff, why they were originally, you know, recruited to this game. We meet our uh, um, subway, um, train station, Metro guy, which is, you know, gonk you. We meet him because he's the recruiter that's recruiting all these people that are highly in debt that they've, um, you know, looked into their past and stuff to figure out like exactly why they, all the guests and and the, and the characters were in the situations they were in. Um, some of these people are like millions and millions of dollars in debt and they really don't have any other choice or less in the real world or reality out of the squid games. These people die. So, um, they, you could tell the squid games, um, people that ran the games, they did their research, they did their homework on who would play the ball game and who would not. So, um, this is where we find out a lot of that stuff. And I felt like it was a really good episode. Um, nothing really stuck out to me other than just the main character basically acting like an idiot, um, and stuff and not really being a good person. Um, also it, um, this is where we find out, uh, about Ch- um, Chow Sangwoo, which is our other main character, and about the good things that everyone thinks of him because, like, that's all his mother talks about. That's all the main character, uh, Ji Hun, talks about is about how, Ch- you know, Chow Sangwoo is, you know, graduated from this highly prestigious university in Korea and how he worked his ass off and he became like this big fucking, I think it was like a financial 
investor or something like that. He just something very prestigious of a job and stuff like that. And that's where we find out like, you know, the nitty gritty on how we think, you know, Chow Sing Wu was going to be in this first episode. Then, uh, we have the second episode, which is hell, which is after, um, they played the first game. And then we have in this episode where people are voting, we're having this big vote on, um, after we play this game, we see people die. We see people, um, that we, uh, you know, kind of got along with, you know, each other. And then all of a sudden you're looking at them on the ground with a bullet hole in their head. We see this. And now we're having this vote. Do we really want to continue these games and stay here while we just saw all of that death and despair? And uh, it's kind of, I kind of feel like it's kind of important in this episode to realize how each person voted. So this, this was kind of important to kind of look at on this episode because some people voted no, some people voted yes, but the particular is looking at the exact character that voted no or voted yes. So, um, as far as this one, uh, cause we've already been introduced to all of our characters and all that other stuff. And we find out, yes, Chow Sing Wu is in these games with Ji Hun. And that means that Chow Sing Wu would in turn be another person that is also heavily in debt. So, um, he's asking him questions in the first episode, like, Hey, why are you here? Like, I thought you were in a prestigious university and you graduated, you were this big, you know, thing. And, and you went to the U S and you did this thing and this thing. And, you know, you were this prestigious person. Like, why are you here? And Chow Sing Wu does not want to talk about it. He kind of shuts it down and goes, Nope, we're not going to talk about it. Like it's over with, I will tell you later, which we all know when somebody says, I'll tell you later, that later kind of never comes for some people. Uh, so in hell, we kind of figure out more about each character's kind of like, you know, their background because they start asking the games leaders and the, um, I, I call them, I call them the PlayStation people because they had the triangles, um, the circles and the squares for the order of the goons. So they were all like kind of PlayStation symbols for me. So I just called them the PlayStation people, but they were the goons that ran and operated the game and made sure that it went off without a hitch. Um, the, the, uh, they, they started questioning all of the, um, survivors of the first game started questioning the goons like, Hey, why are we originally here? Why didn't you tell us in the beginning that this is what we signed up for? We signed this paperwork. We don't want to be here. We want to vote. We want to cancel the game. So blah, blah, because the games had three rules. And the third rule was if everyone is in agreement, then the games would be canceled. So, um, they all took votes and, and, um, this is where we find out, you know, where Chow Sing Wu, um, which is the other person that's, you know, been talked so highly of votes to not, cancel the games and to continue playing the games, which this was like, first of all, um, this was odd for me as like, I'm watching it. I'm like, wow, he actually voted no, you know, like to, to keep playing like, okay, odd. So he might not be so great after all, because he's not concerned about any of the people he's concerned for himself. So this is where we're finding out about the selfishness of him and, um, then we have like our main character, like Jihan, you know, he votes to go home. Um, you know, uh, uh, we've, we've seen like Sal, Sai, uh, by Oak, she votes no, you know, which is the sister that has the orphanage brother. She votes no. And then Ali, you know, votes yes. And, you know, just, we have some different people that are voting yes and voting no, but it tells a lot about their characters. They finally get to go home and stuff and and the games do end because at the end the, the vote came down because they did it from um the order of the numbers that they all wore on their jackets so 456 which is our main character got to go first and then it ended with um 001 which is uh, oh il nem and that is the elderly man and he got the final say so whether to go home or whether not to and he voted to go home so um once they kind of gassed everyone, sent them home, all this other stuff, then they realize all of the characters one by one realize that, wow, once we're at home, we're still pieces of shit. Like we're still in this bad spot. Uh, we're still going through the shit that we go through 
and we're still ducking and dodging our debt. We're still like highly in debt. We don't have anything. Um, especially after going like, you know, seeing Ollie's story when he's like, you can understand why he's in the situation that he's in. It's not like he's doing bad and stuff. It's not like he's going and he's gambling or, you know, like he's, you know, um, embezzling or, you know, he's doing bullshit. Like the other main characters, he's actually going and he just is ran into tough times because he has a family and he's trying to provide for his family. And he had this job and his boss was fucking him around and wasn't paying him the money that he was supposed to be paid. So he had to take out debts and loans and stuff just to take care of his family. So it was actually honest, like debt, honest debt. And so, uh, we find out a lot of that stuff. And by the end of the episode, um, all of the people, once they figure out, like, they're still going to be continuously running, they're still going to be in a bad spot. They all kind of seemingly, call the number back and kind of all vote to go back. Um, then they're all back at the squid games by the end of the episode, most majority of them out of the, I want to say it was like, they started with 400. I'm pretty sure. And like, uh, by the time that the first game ends, like there's only like 200 left, I believe. And then, um, or it was like 201 and, and stuff. And then only 187 return. And, uh, the best, basically the man that's wearing the, uh, mask, that's kind of like the front man of the, of the squid games, the kind of is the main person that kind of pulls that the strings. Um, we hear him, you know, telling one of the goons like, Hey, out of the 187, like cool. But the, out of the 200 that we have and the ones that did not return, uh, keep your eyes on them to figure out what, what they're doing, where they're going, because they might come back or they might die. Either way, we need to have that kind of clause there to figure out like what happened to them afterwards. So um, more or less, they proceed with the games, which brings us to our third episode, um, The Man with the Umbrella, um, which in this one, the game is more or less picking out a shape off of the wall of this playground-esque room and they give you this cookie that has um, like been stenciled with that shape but the shape is heavily baked into the cookie and you have to figure out how to cut the shape out of the cookie before the timer runs out or without breaking it if you break it or if the timer runs out you will be shot they have this this fascination with guns and with shooting people. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of gore. Um, so this is the next episode, um, where it's going to be a drop in numbers of people that are, are participating in the game. Um, with the man with the umbrella, we find out our, our main protagonist, uh, Jihan decides to pick the hardest shape there is only because Chow Sang Wu, which is our, um, person that we thought is, or we think, at this point is good. Uh, he decides right then and there as he's looking at the shapes on the wall and he's kind of putting two and two together and they're based off of the squid games and it's coming back in his memory. Oh, this is based off the squid games. He figures out what the game is really about, you know, but, um, Jihan asks like, Hey, do you know what's going on? Do you know what the game is about? And Chow saying Wu lies. This is our first betrayal or our first like, um, step down into darkness. This is our first step for Chow Sang Wu because he lies, blatantly lies, because you can see on his face where he remembers exactly what these shapes are and what they're supposed to do. And uh Ji Hun um is picks the hardest shape just because he doesn't know and Chow Sang Wu watches his friend or his person that knows him very well and that has driven him to school. Um go and pick the shape that he knows is going to be very hard to cut out. So, uh, we see through the whole episode, like some people break it, some people, uh, you know, just more or less just don't finish it or whatever. And we see quite a bit, a few people drop the, to bullet gun, you know, to, um, guns. So we see all of this happening. And then we also see some, um, of our characters cheating, which brings us to um, Kim Ju Rong or Ryong, um, which is the, we all know as the crazy lady. Um, this is where we first kind of encounter her because she hasn't been uh, too obvious, I guess, or like too in the camera yet. 
So um, she just kind of has been touched on a few times, but this is where we actually see her like in action and doing things that have us thinking of her, you know, as more than a side character. So uh, we see her cheating here and we see her using this lighter, which is so hard to believe because they have so many goons hanging around with guns. And then we see her underneath the slide uh, uh, surrounded by these goons, surrounded by these cameras, and she's obviously using this lighter, looking around like an idiot, going, mm, I wonder if they can see me. And she's obviously being seen, but she's still able to cheat and she's still able to cut out her shape with this lighter and then go on and help someone else cut out their shape with the same lighter, all by not being seen. To me, it's. Mm, I believe it's bullshit because how many you know goons are around? How many people are around? She's seen, she's seen. So um, it was kind of weird, I guess, in this gist. But at least we know, as viewers, we know her character. Even though she did something dumb, because she could have obviously been caught, our character is smart. You know, she knew that the lighter was going to be hot enough to, to kind of give that needle that, uh, to cut through the cookie. So she was smart enough to put two and two together. Did that help someone else? So she's thinking on her toes while everyone else is still at this point struggling. Our main character, Jihan, especially is struggling because he doesn't know how he's going to cut this umbrella that everyone keeps breaking. Might I add, because we keep showing, um, characters cutting out the umbrella and failing miserably, especially on the, um, the pole end of the umbrella where it keeps breaking. So we're kind of at a point where we kind of think, damn, our main character is probably going to die. And so he has to think on his toes. And so he starts becoming nervous and he starts sweating. His sweat hits the cookie and he just realizes, Hmm, water breaks down this cookie. And so he gets the bright idea to start licking his cookie, which gives other people around him the same idea to lick their cookie. Um, one of these people that are around him is O'il Nem, which is the elderly man. And he also follows in suit behind Jihan to lick the cookie. Um, I just kind of felt, uh, for Jihan and for this instance, I don't know why he didn't grab onto that concept sooner. Why he didn't realize, huh, this is a hard cookie, but if I put it in my mouth and I kind of keep it there for a little bit, this cookie is going to break down because it is food, food and saliva kind of just break down most majority of the time. So I just kind of was wondering to myself, like, I wonder why nobody didn't think of this sooner, why they didn't start licking this cookie in the beginning or why they didn't start biting around the shape in the beginning. I just was kind of figuring out like in my head, like, damn, I wonder who's going to do it first. And finally our main character finds it out and he does it. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you. At least somebody, you know, thought of this, but, um, it just took way too long to figure it out, you know? But, uh, once that is all said and done, um, more people die, more people fall to the bullets because they keep breaking their parts. Um, the other people that are around that are licking their cookies, taking them a lot of time. They're about to run out of time and they finally, um, get their shapes done and they get their shapes cut out, including, uh, Oh, il Nam, which is the old man. And they all pass the, um, second test. Um, we also see Ali, which, like I said, you just want to root for his character because he just seems to do everything right. So him, even though he didn't know shit about what this game was about, he's not from this area. He doesn't even know shit about most majority of these people. I'm surprised he even knew the language. So um, we find out that he picks the most easiest shape there is. He picks the circle. Um, and hmm, he was very lucky to pick the circle. So I th I'm thinking odds are in his favor. He picks the most, you know, luckiest piece that barely breaks and he does it on his own without licking it, without, um, using a lighter, without any of that. Like he actually does the hard work and gets it done. So we are, we see him now looking at him as a very fierce competitor because he gets the, the jobs done. And he also saved our protagonist in the first episode because, you know, Jihan was about to die. 
yeah, that's, that's right. He was about to die and Ali saved our main character. So he is a fierce competitor and that's how we, all of the other characters and the viewers, that's how we all see him now is wow. He's, he's going to go far. So, um, we go on to the fourth episode, which is stick to the team since he's been, been seen, um, now as a fierce competitor. Now all the view, all the, the characters are viewing him as someone that's strong, that's fit, that's, um, able to go the distance, kind of like Hercules, but just a modern day Hercules. Um, this one, our game, it, it goes right to this, um, third game. And this game is tug of war. So now we know in this game, we're going to have to have our stronger players because we're playing a game of strength. So Ali is definitely, um, picked up for this game by the protagonists to be on, on their team because they see him now as a threat. They see him now as a force of nature. He is the stronger competitor. So, um, especially to Ch Chow Sang Woo, um, which is our person that we saw that was good at first that has the embezzlement debt. Um, now he is seen to Chow Sang Woo as a basically competition. So, uh, the tug of war, it's not really a lot that happens in this episode, uh, besides more or less they go and they, um, they play a game of tug of war. A lot of people die and they lose their life in this game. Um, we find out that the old man, the elderly man, oh, Il Nam is a lot more strategic and a lot more smarter than people are, um, eyeing him to be. We also find out um, that in this episode, he has, um, uh, uh, well, not in this episode, but in future, in previous episodes, we found out that he has dementia and he is slowly deteriorating mentally and physically. And it's in this game, it's kind of showing a lot more because of the strategic um, plots that he's remembering, but he's remembering them in a way that a dementia patient would remember these plots. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, it was kind of, for me, the, the game of tug of war wasn't heart wrenching to me. What was the heart wrenching thing when I first watched this episode was the fact that after the, um, dodgeball game, everyone goes back to the main room after we find out who wins and who dies they all go back to this main room and we're seeing kind of like a, um, alliance thing going on where people are trying to like pair up with one another to kind of protect themselves because they feel like, um, you know, the villain that's in this, um, season, um, Jang, uh, Jang Deoksu, um, which is the, uh, thicker mobster in here. We see him kind of being a terror, um, eating food that's not his and, um, basically killing someone in cold blood right in front of the goons with really no cause just to do it just because. And so we kind of see that coming out to play now, which then starts the, um, violent, abrupt fighting in the middle of the night that has more players killed off in this episode. Um, even after the, um, I want to say the fourth or third game. I think this is the fourth game, the fourth game. Yeah. Uh, the fourth game that they play, I want to say, cause I think in hell they did. No, this is the third game. I believe the third. Yeah. So in the third game, that's, that's what we see. So, um, yeah, it just, it didn't, it wasn't like an episode that really stuck out to me. Um, the only thing that kind of stuck out to me in this one was because of our character that's known as the crazy woman or the crazy lady. We get to see a little bit more of her and her acting and how she feels and stuff. So um, when they're picking teams to do the um, tug of war challenge or the tug of war game, she is not someone that is picked in this game. And this is after she has joined an alliance with our villain, Jang Deok Su, and they already like fucked in the bathroom and all this other stuff. And we see this alliance coming together between them. 
But in this game, he kind of shuns her and goes, you know, calls her bitches and, you know, just doesn't want anything to do with her, which is very upsetting to her because she's basically fucked him. She's kind of given herself to him. So she doesn't understand why there's this like betrayal that's going on. So in this episode, she kind of tells him like, okay, I'm going to kill you. Like, because she already said that she was going to kill him if she was ever betrayed. This is her betrayal right here that she's facing. And uh, it's kind of hard for her to choose a team because no team wants her because of the display that she puts on when she's trying to make herself presentable to be chosen by our villain. So she kind of makes herself seem desperate, which then in turn makes her seem weak. So um, there's a TikTok um, TikTok that is, um, talking about Squid Games where, um, this girl owns it. I'm not really sure her name or her TikTok name, but I know that it was brought up and she is talking about the subtitles of the Squid Games and about how it aggravated her and made her mad because most of the um, subtitles in English are wrong and they portray the characters as different than what the writers wanted them to be betrayed as um such as uh Kim Ju Ju Ryong or Ryong um the crazy woman um she says one line in particular what she says in her TikTok that um our crazy woman tells the villain uh Jang Deoksu that she is a smart woman but, uh, she like, you know, it was something that the sub- subtitles portrayed her to say, but it was completely wrong. And the real translation ended up being like, I'm a smart woman, but I just didn't have the chance to study, which in their language in Asia, when a woman kind of doesn't get the chance to study, it just means that she just wasn't, um, brought to books or knowledge as a man was brought to books or knowledge. So she learns things differently and she has to pick up her smarts and her um, way of studying a different way. So uh, she has the same knowledge as a man, but it just was not taught, you know, taught to her by her, you know, counterparts and her elders. So she just didn't get the same opportunities as a man, more or less. So it just kind of made it seem like her character was weak, I guess. But at the same time, it wasn't that she was weak. She, it was just that she was from this background where she was, you know, poor and, you know, she just didn't get the same opportunities, but she is more or less smarter than almost every person that is in that room. Um, yeah, so this is where we get to know a little bit more about her, and I actually like the performance that she gave in this episode. And she ends up getting um, to be on the team of uh, Chao Sang Wu and our main um, protagonist, Ji Han. And they end up winning their challenge against the other team on this challenge. So she um, goes on back to the room like everyone else, but our villain thinks that she has died just because he doesn't think that she is strong. He thinks of her as weak. And this is where we find that dynamic between them as who is the stronger person. And it will come up quite a bit of times in later episodes. And um, more or less, you know, as the uh, they fight in the middle of the night and it is broken up um, by O'Il Nam because he gets on top of the bleachers and he kind of, you know, tells the camera, screams to the camera, is like, oh, I'm scared, like, please stop, da-da-da, we're fighting, we're fighting for what? You know, because we're trying to survive this game and we're just killing each other off. And then, you know, the goons come in, they all count the, you know, people that have died and the numbers drop drastically, which means that there's more money that goes into this big, gigantic piggy bank that they're all fighting for. So this is the, um, actually like, um, one of the climaxes of the episode where we get to see all of the people that are in this game kind of look at this piggy bank, like, wow, okay, now we understand why there's so many deaths. And it's kind of an understood thing now between all of the, the players that this is real. Like we're really having to kill people. We're really fighting over this money. This is real. Um, yeah. So 
that is all in the first four episodes of this series. And I have been talking for about 50 minutes. And I think that I can kind of split this into at least two, um, two podcasts. So I'm going to talk about the rest of the episodes because I have um, one, two, three, four, four episodes left. So I'm going to split this podcast into two and I will talk about the other one tomorrow. Usually I would not do this because I only um, do my podcast on Monday, Wednesday and Friday and Saturday. But um, since this one is kind of so lengthy, I don't want to sit here and talk for two hours and expect people to still stick with me. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and split this one up and I'm going to do a podcast tomorrow as well to talk about the second part of uh, Squid Games just because it's so much material to cover and so little time. I, um, I want to say that... I want to say that um, tomorrow when I go more into length about each episode, I kind of want to know what the listeners kind of felt about what I said, if, especially if you've already watched the Squid Games and you're, you know, used to the spoilers and you really want to like kind of tell me what your perspective was so I can be able to also talk about that as well. I want to know what you feel. So like, you know, I'm going to leave my um, link as usual, but I want you to kind of message me and let me know how you felt about what I've talked about or how you felt about Squid Games in general. And I will talk about those things as I do my um, second part of this podcast. Um, it is anchor.fm forward slash Ashley, A-S-H-L-Y, Mon, M-O-N, forward slash message, M-E-S-S-A-G-E. I'm going to say that one more time. Anchor dot fm forward slash a s h l y m o n forward slash m e s s a g e all right so i'm gonna leave you um i'm gonna leave you there i really don't have any parting words <laughs> my, my throat's kind of scratchy <laughs> i just kind of feel like i uh We'll have a lot more to talk about in a closing statement tomorrow because that's when it'll get really juicy. We're just now breaking into everything. So um, if you like what I'm talking about or you actually like the material or the show, please stick around with me tomorrow so you can be able to, you know, talk and, you know, kiki about Squid Games a little bit more because um, it was good, honey. It was very good. <laughs>